Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, Melbourne in lockdown again. The city battles to stop a fast-moving Delta outbreak, a growing list of exposure sites. Sydney's COVID spike, the Premier warns of a case surge today as the virus spreads through the health system. Queensland's COVID alert, three new mystery cases, restrictions extended with masks to stay. And another vaccination option, Moderna a step closer to approval, 10 million doses could be here by September. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Victorians are back in lockdown for a fifth time as authorities desperately battle COVID outbreaks across three states. Hundreds took to the streets in Melbourne last night, protesting the latest shutdown, which at this stage will last for five days. The five reasons to leave home are back, along with the five-kilometre travel bubble. Remote learning is also making a return, while adults will once again work from home. We've seen how infectious Delta is. We've beaten it once, only a few weeks ago, and we'll beat it again if we all do the right thing. There are now 18 confirmed cases and thousands of people in isolation with more exposure sites identified overnight. Other states are slamming their borders shut to Victorians. Tasmania enforced a hard border closure overnight. South Australia beefed up rules. Two weeks self-quarantine, now similar to WA's rules. While Queenslanders are being warned not to travel to Victoria, but the border remains open. Sydney is bracing for a surge in COVID cases today as the virus concerningly spreads in the health system. Cases have been linked to three hospitals at Liverpool, Campbelltown and Westmead, as well as an aged care facility at Rooty Hill. There is uh, still the risk of this thing taking off if we don't stay the course. Positive cases fell yesterday to 65, but 28 people were infectious in the community. The current lockdown won't end until that number reaches zero. The federal government will support Victorians forced into a fifth lockdown after a late-night crisis meeting between Scott Morrison and Daniel Andrews. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. Take us through the details. Well, Jodie, for the third time in six weeks, the Commonwealth has changed uh, the income and business support arrangements. Uh, in a deal that's yet to be uh, finalised at National Cabinet later today, emergency assistance will now be paid sooner and workers will get more. Under the changes, Victorian workers will be eligible to receive income assistance even though the five-day lockdown falls short of the seven-day trigger for the new payment system. In a deal the Prime Minister hopes will become a model for future short lockdowns, uh, Victorian 
Singaporeans who've lost more than 20 hours of work will be eligible for a payment of $600 during the lockdown. Those who've lost between 8 and 20 hours will be eligible for a payment of $375. Previously, workers would have to wait until the fourth week of the lockdown to see those higher payments. The federal government will fund the emergency income assistance in areas declared a Commonwealth hotspot. The state government agreeing it would be responsible for payments to the rest of the state and would also stump up the cost of support for businesses. National Cabinet is also set to consider bringing forward a plan to allow pharmacies to administer the AstraZeneca vaccine in metropolitan areas rather than in regional areas to help speed up the rollout. Jody. Okay, Rob Scott, thank you. Plans to lift restrictions across Queensland's southeast today have been paused after three new local infections. A family from Brisbane's north side and a vaccinated airport worker have tested positive. Masks will remain mandatory for another week as health authorities scramble to link the mystery cases. To avoid a lockdown, we just want to make sure we get on top of those cases. I suspect they're unrelated to all of our other cases. They're new cases, new outbreaks. More than a dozen exposure sites have now been identified across suburbs including Cotton Tree, Ascot, Door, and Annerley. South Australia has introduced new COVID restrictions overnight. Authorities are calling it a pre-emptive strike to avoid lockdown. A 50% density and mask rules have returned. The deteriorating situation around the country is a major wake-up call for South Australia. Home gatherings are allowed with a cap of 150. The next vaccine in line to help protect Australians could be available by September. Moderna has lodged its bid for approval with hopes that it will eventually be locally produced. Inching towards inoculation, Australia's crawl to the vaccine finish line boosted by some good news. The TGA receiving an application on the 8th of July from Moderna to register their vaccine, Elasimaran, now being expedited without compromising on strict standards of safety, quality and efficacy. Approval should coincide with the arrival of 10 million doses in September. In the meantime, the chorus of voices asking for more to be done is getting louder. Get us in, get us all vaccinated um, so that hopefully this won't happen again in the future. All workers deserve it, but frontline workers like our, our members in schools uh, should be uh, moved up the queue. The education union also adamant that teachers get paid sick leave when they get the jab. So they can attend appointments uh, that they may not be able to achieve before and after school. Scientists are thinking longer term, saying Australia is fertile ground for local vaccine production. With the success of the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, there's now a drive to think about how we can build that capacity here on shore. But that could be years away. There is not a country in the world today that has an end-to-end -end manufacturing capability for mRNA vaccines. With vaccine advice changing regularly when it comes to age, timing and which jab best suits each person, the nation's GPs are fast becoming Australia's sounding board. The nature of the COVID outbreak has meant that um, everyone, including the government, has had to be uh, flexible in terms of what they uh, recommend and be prepared to change. A voice of reason in a chaotic time. Tom Saker, 7 News. 
Live sites are being set up across Queensland to broadcast the announcement of who will host the 2032 Olympic Games. Brisbane will learn on Wednesday if it's the newest Olympic city when the IOC membership votes. The city was named the preferred host in a unanimous vote last month. This is going to be a pivotal moment for Brisbane and Queensland. The seven live sites, which include Brisbane, the Gold Coast and Cairns, will also broadcast the entire Tokyo Games. A driver has been arrested, accused of running over a police officer near Brisbane. The off-duty cop was hit by a van while riding his personal motorbike on the Pacific Motorway at Logan home last night. He was taken to hospital with fractured ribs and leg injuries after being dragged underneath the vehicle. A 30-year-old man who was driving the van was taken into custody. Australia's unemployment rate has dipped to a new low not seen in more than a decade. It means more than 13 million people have jobs, but there's a catch. Because of COVID, many are working fewer hours. The good news on jobs just keeps coming. The unemployment rate tumbling to its lowest since December 2010. 51,000 new full-time jobs have been created. More than a million new jobs have been created since last May. The national jobless rate is now 4.9% and below 5% in Victoria, Tasmania and the Northern Territory. It's 5.1% across New South Wales, Queensland and Western Australia, with South Australia at 5.3%. This was kind of what we were expecting. Obviously employment growth has been really strong as we've rebounded after those first initial lockdowns. But hours worked paint a less rosy picture. They dropped by 33 million across Australia in June, reflecting Victoria's early June lockdown, where they sank by nearly 40 million. The sharp fall gives a taste of what's to come next month due to Sydney's lockdown. While the latest support package, offering cash to businesses which hang on to staff during lockdowns, will help, it won't save all jobs. Casual workers in personal service industries, like entertainment or beauty, are still the most vulnerable. Retailing clothes and anything else is going to take a real hit. Food services will continue to be strong if people can shift to being takeaway businesses. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A Tom Cruise wannabe has been caught dropping into a Bunnings store through the roof. Like a scene from Mission Impossible, the masked man made his entry via the ceiling, then started to climb the shelves. After a hunt for loot, he rigged up a hose to drop his haul to the ground. For all that effort, he managed to get away with $200 worth of loot. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thank <laughs> you. 
It is, of course, a parent's most important duty to keep their children safe, but some very special youngsters have turned the tables, being recognised for remarkable bravery in helping the grown-ups. Kay Kowalski loves spending time with her children and thanks to her son Jed, she still can. Last year, the mum of two suffered a series of stress-related seizures, the then 10-year-old calling triple zero during seven different episodes. She, um, she's having seizures um, currently. I think right now she's kind of just passed out. Heroic, um, the responsibility um, that he showed and um, his courage as well. Yeah, very brave boy. Thankfully, the 38-year-old had taught her children how to seek help in an emergency. I really don't know if I should be calling the ambulance right now, but it's so scary. No, you've yeah, definitely done the right thing. Triple zero is very important because it saves people's life. This year, 21 young people have been recognised as junior triple zero heroes for their role in helping save a life. The ceremony had to be cancelled due to COVID, but they'll still receive a medal and certificate in the mail. It's amazing sometimes the bravery in such stressful situations that many adults actually struggle under. It's very nice to be called a hero. Ashley Kanowski, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading slightly down. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords lost, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,830 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 72 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.15 US cents, 81.5 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. More than 40 people have died across Europe and dozens more are missing as severe floods sweep through Germany, Belgium and the Netherlands. Let's go live now to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld. Good morning, Hugh. Record rainfall has caused some catastrophic damage. Jody, that's how the German Chancellor Angela Merkel has described this a catastrophe with three months worth of rainfall falling in just three days, culminating in an almighty storm that's devastated the Rhine Valley and beyond. The death toll in Germany stands at 45, the worst floods there in living memory. Residents have described seeing homes wash away in flash flooding likening the destruction to the aftermath of the Second World War. It all happened with little notice, water rushing down from the mountains and swamping the valleys. Belgium has been hit hard as well, with whole towns evacuated, six people there killed, including a firefighter, and the water washing down into the Netherlands as well. Access in many of these uh, uh, destruction zones is difficult. The power is out for hundreds of thousands of people and the phone towers are also out. So that means communications is very hard right now. A curfew is in place in some Belgian cities as well because there is fears of looting. All of this before the cleanup can even really begin. Jody. Terrible scenes there. Thanks, Hugh. Multiple tornadoes have touched down in the US state of Iowa. There are reports of damage, but nobody has been killed. The tornadoes mostly hit rural areas. Thousands are without power as storms continue to sweep through the region. 
A prominent Dutch crime reporter has died in hospital after being shot in Amsterdam 10 days ago. Peter de Vries was famous for his reporting on the criminal underworld in the Netherlands. The 64-year-old was shot in broad daylight just minutes after leaving a television studio. Two men were arrested following the shooting. In sport, former NRL player Jamil Hopawati has faced court in person for the first time since his release on bail. The accused drug supplier had the support of his controversial father, John Hopawati. He's charged with commercial drug supply along with his friend Leanne Mafoa, who was also in court yesterday. His lawyer says he plans on pleading not guilty to the charges. Geelong have moved to the top of the AFL following a thumping 69-point win over Fremantle. The Cats restricted, to, restricted the Dockers to just one major in the first half to open up a 43-point lead at the break and brought it home by booting the last six goals of the game. The Dockers' horror night was made worse with stars Sean Darcy and Rory Lobbs subbed out after suffering injuries. Ben Hunt says he was invited to Paul Vaughan's now infamous barbecue but decided to stay home with family. Had the St George captain attended, he would have likely missed Queensland's Origin 3 victory. The barbecue cost Vaughan his contract and all the Dragons players who went were fined and copped a one-match ban. The AFL has been forced to think on its feet again, scrambling to shift this week's fixture as more clubs escaped to Queensland. Seven clubs have left Victoria after a snap five-day lockdown was announced. Three matches have been moved to Metricon Stadium on the Gold Coast, tonight's Richmond-Brisbane game, North Melbourne and Essendon on Sunday afternoon and Sunday night Sydney derby. Port Adelaide may still be able to fly to Melbourne to face St Kilda this weekend, but no crowds will be allowed. Meanwhile, families of NRL players won't be joining their loved ones up north as planned. In a letter to players and their families, league boss Andrew Abdo says the Queensland government won't provide exemptions for families from Greater Sydney to travel to the Gold Coast this weekend. He says the league will do everything they can to have them in Queensland by the end of next week. Families not based in hotspots, such as Canberra and Newcastle, however, will still be able to travel. Tadej Pogacar has extended his lead in the Tour de France with a stage 18 win. The Slovenian powered up the Tour's final mountain test to lose Ardiden in the French Pyrenees just a day after taking out stage 17. Pogacar remains 5 minutes and 45 seconds ahead overall with Australia's Ben Connor coming in fourth place. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a strong cold front and trough are generating powerful winds, rain and storms in South Australia and southern WA. Troughs are triggering showers, storms and gusty winds in southern Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania. Gusty onshore winds are bringing showers to western WA. Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees, becoming windy and partly cloudy in Sydney, 19. Showers in Canberra heading for 10. A shower or two in Melbourne, 15 degrees. Fog and possible light rain in Hobart, 14. Showers in Adelaide, also a top of 14. Showers heading for 19 in Perth and mostly sunny, 32 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 16th of July, 2021.